This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joined by Mary Lucas from Transitions Life Care. Here's your host, Jason Kong. Welcome to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk traffic. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Jason Kong here as always with Mary Lucas representing Transitions Life Care. Mary, how are you doing today? Doing well. We are in a new studio today just for the day and um, there are a lot of buttons here and I am wanting to press them all but I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. For my sake, please don't. <laughs> um, maybe afterwards we can have a, a button pressing bonanza. But at least for the next hour here, let's let's avoid pressing anything <laughs> just, just for my sake. No, I know you're doing great. And um, it is cool to be in a, a little different digs here for the show. But we'll, we'll make do. And we're going to be talking all about midlife. And this is something that uh, I think is... Something we don't really discuss enough because there's um, maybe mindsets that Agreed. kind of, uh, for whatever reason, there, there's no like hard and fast rules about this. Anyway, let's let's get to the expert because I'm just going to be ranting here about <laughs> the, all things midlife. So let's get the real expert on here. We've got Kathy Batista with us. She is a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you both for having me. I'm thrilled. I think before we dive into all things midlife and even defining midlife, honestly, because what is midlife, I would like to talk a little bit about your journey. You did a shift here to become a coach. Talk to us a little bit about what got you on this path to where you are now. Yeah, definitely. So the biggest thing that I've learned that I, I love sharing with people because it truly gives people pause is... Midlife is actually 35 to 70 years old. It is the largest phase in our life. And what happens is that a 35-year-old, 36, 7, 8, 9, you know, this is what happened to me, is you don't think you're in the end or beginning of a phase of life. You kind of feel like, I'm an adult. I've made it. I might be doing awesome at my career, I might have my job and my kids, I might have a husband, a wife, you know, you you almost feel like, okay, this is this is it, right? But then physiologically and mentally and most often environmentally, life starts to change. So it's around this, you know, 40 year mark that we're entering into midlife. And with um I'm I'm sure probably most human beings, but women in particular, major shifts in our hormones, which lends itself to a lot of physical and mental stress and disturbances and questions and not knowing that you're entering midlife or not knowing that it is the phase that, you know, might be coming, might already be here, right? we're left with what the hell is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. What's going on? (laughs) Right. And so I think that that's what surprised me the most. I I think that's exactly, you know, so I'm in midlife. Um, You know, I I don't think anyone really knows what you use the word midlife and it's defined by an age, but it's also defined by that feeling. You know, it's, it's not just, Oh, midlife, your age, it's a, a gap. It's what next it's, 
It's where do I go um, and how do I navigate from here and what does it mean? I feel like a lot of people fit a role um, in, in the first part of their life that's mom, daughter, you know, aunt or what is whatever your role or coworker or boss or um, executive, how you're defined in the first half of your life. And then you hit this point about, OK, now what am I going to do with the rest of it? Mm, exactly. Exactly. Because it's kind of this period where we want to shed our skin, but what's going to be there when we do that? Mm. We don't know. And so that, that like you're spot on, Mary, it's that question, like what's next? And we have lived this life where if we don't have the answers, we're probably wrong or mm. there's no question to begin with. Why, you know, if I don't already have the answers, but it's actually this clean slate, this time to say, what else do I want to do? Or maybe what haven't, you know, what did I want to do that I didn't get a chance to do? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I have women who like go back to school for certain things and it's this time to create. And you're right. It's not so much the age. That's mm-hmm. why it's like this wiggle room. It's really the space. And when it's almost like when you know, you know, and so <laughs> when you know, you know. That's exactly right. So you did a shift here to become a coach. What made you want to become a coach for uh, midlife women? Yeah. So in my late 30s, I um, now know I was experiencing perimetopause, dramatic shifts in my Mm -hmm. hormones. Um, My children at the time were now in, you know, elementary school, middle school, and it was the shift of how I used to be as a mom and a wife and all the other labels that we have, right, into, okay, I don't even know how to do these quote-unquote roles when everything around me is shifting as well as everything inside of me. Mm-hmm. So I really fell into a dark place. I knew that something was wrong and I knew that I was unhappy, but I had this shame and guilt because there was nothing to be unhappy about. Mm. I had my health. I had my family. I had my kids. I had a job. I, there, the guilt and shame of feeling crappy every day and Mm. not being able like, this is it. And it's something I can, I can do something about it was just so heavy that I literally shoved anything and everything into that feeling to try to make it stop. I mean, Mary, I ate too much. I drank too much. I Mm -hmm. shopped too much. And I mean, my husband and I, like we joke now, but he used to call the dining room shipping and receiving (laughs) because I would just order from Amazon, not even remember what I was going to order and then be like, I don't even want this. I got to send it back. And it was just like, I mean, and bless him. He rolled with the fun <laughs> through it. But I mean, anything and everything to fill this hole. Mm-hmm. And then um, just like anybody, and I really believe this, um, we don't change until we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. And that comes mm-hmm. in all shapes and forms and times. And so it came to me and I tried to work my way out of this hole by myself. And then I realized that I couldn't. 
And so I sought the help from a therapist and another coach and a hormone therapist. And, and then I was talking with my coach probably three years into my journey and feeling great. And it hit me. I said, I can do this. I can help other women guide them through this because what happens and, and what I know for certain is inside of us are the answers. Nobody else has them for us, but where coaching women for me comes in is I know the answers are inside of you. I'm just going to hold a flashlight while we look because they're there and you know where they are, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we Mm -hmm. just can't see things. And that's where I knew it was just to be of service and to help other women follow this path and answer those questions of what's next. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people can identify with. We're speaking with Kathy Batista. She is a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women. And we are going to continue our conversation on all things midlife in just a bit. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF with your hosts, Mary Lucas and Jason Kong. Welcome back to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas. We are speaking with our guest, that is Kathy Batista. She is a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women. And we're discussing midlife, and Kathy kind of laid out uh, a definition of midlife and kind of how she came to make a major career change in her midlife. And Mary, I think this is something that a lot of people can identify with because as, as we heard, midlife is a, a, a very long period. Yeah, definitely. I, I think about myself selfishly. Um, you know, I've, I've been to grad school. I have a house. I've, I'm doing all the things in my career. I feel really good about it. But now what next? And I feel like there's a lot of people that are in this stage. I think about my friends and my family and um, I it's it's hard to navigate so, Kathy, tell us a little bit in, in your experience, what are some of the tools that you have used and you help your clients use to help navigate the changes and the what next? Yeah, so I love mixing things because that's the best recipes, right? Like one ingredient things don't taste great. So we <laughs> have to take our mood, mindfulness, and mindset and combine them all. And that's mm. the three pillars of coaching that I developed. And I fell upon this because I started with mindset and questioning thoughts and where is this coming from? And then I moved into my brain is so active. I can't even hear what I'm trying to change. So we now want to get mindful and get quiet and be aware and be intentional. And then where the mood comes in, and it's just my little snazzy way of saying nervous system regulation um, in, in the, the word of an M. So it's, we can't make any changes unless our body is at a point where 
it's willing to accept it. Mm-hmm. And that's where nervous system regulation comes in. And it's one of the first things we touch on is because when we're living in this constant state or fight or flight, and we don't know how to get our body into a parasympathetic state, we can't receive any guidance, receive any information. And we it's almost just this cycle. We just feel stuck. So one of the first tools is really learning what your body needs. Everybody is unique. There's so many tools we can use. A few that really I feel work for everybody is, you know, we we hear it everywhere. We hear it. You got to eat right, sleep right, you know, you exercise. But it's one thing to tell somebody that, but then not give them really any tools. And I love to guide the women that I work with in, let's just start small. Mm -hmm. Can you, you know, maybe wake up and take three deep breaths and then just ask yourself, what am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? Mm -hmm. And that's just getting centered and getting to know your body. And, And then we can take it into deeper levels of training and, and then we know where to go from there. But once we're able to calm our body and use our mindfulness to get in touch with that inner voice, your intuition, that's where we can take mindset tools and shift them. And that's just really looking at our thoughts. And one of the most powerful ways is to question them, mm-hmm. right? To say, is that true? And, and oftentimes it's, you know, a lot of people struggle with uh, self-image when we're feeling defeated and, and like, what's next? And this is horrible. We start to say, you know, things like I'm not worth it or mm-hmm. I'm not enough or, you know, then we get even nastier with ourselves, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm so ugly or, or other things that we say. And the first amazing tool is to stop and say, is that true? Is that really true? And giving us the pause will be like, some days we're like, yeah, because we're feeling pretty crappy. But more mm-hmm. often than not, mm-hmm. that pause allows us to give ourselves grace and compassion. And that's where real change starts to begin. It's when we are able to look at ourselves as a, a human being in need of care and be compassionate with ourselves. Mm, that's powerful. I have. I, I want to dig into that a little bit. You know, some of, I, I have friends who, you know, you can hear sometimes they they're saying like, "Oh, I look terrible today." Oh my gosh, I've gained so much weight. How do mm-hmm. you help somebody else with their mindset? Is there ways that you can approach that and being like, "Is that really true?" Um, how do you lightly approach it, but also in a supportive way as a friend? Oh yeah, I mean, really, it's it's. The same, except like you said, I wouldn't, you know, like, so you could, is that really true? <laughs> right. Or it's more like, so if you were to say that to me, I would say, do you feel like that, Mary? Mm-hmm. And then that allows you to pause because now somebody outside of you has asked you a question, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How often do you feel like that? And then you're really pausing and saying, oh, I don't know, you know? And, and that's where the power is in the pause because it's not until we pause that we can see if we want to go, you know, straight, left or right. 
it's when we're not pausing and we're going, going, going that all of a sudden we've ended up somewhere that we don't even know where we are or if we want to be here. So practicing that pause and encouraging the people that are in your life, you know, are, you know, if someone says, I'm just so unhappy, mm-hmm. are you really unhappy? What's, what does that feel like to you? And, and that awareness and that curiosity is truly beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. Absolutely. I feel like we can be so hard on ourselves. And, you know, sometimes saying it out loud like that to other people is even worse. And it, it brings it down even further. Um, I, I also want to go back to the mood. You know, you hear people saying, I'm too tired to do it. I'm too overwhelmed. I have too much going on. I can't really think about that right now, especially as we're navigating the post-pandemic or endemic or wherever we're at in COVID the last few years. How, how do you move yeah. towards change and conquer, conquer those feelings of like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I believe it's the, it's these powerful questions. Like, so if this, I mean, Mary, it happens to me often. Mm-hmm. I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. Well, what can you do? That, this is what I say to myself. What can you do? What are you willing to do? Instead of, you know, your normal 10-minute meditation followed by your, you know, 15-minute stretching, what can you do? All right, I'm willing to do, you know, one minute of meditation and then see where this takes me. Mm. And so it's allow, it goes back to that allowing grace. It's when we put so much pressure on ourselves, you know, okay, so if I only, you know, um, I have a rebounder, which is like a mini trampoline, and I love it. And if I only do it for a minute, it's a minute more than I, wouldn't, I wasn't gonna do it, right? But if I do it for 30 minutes, great. But it's when I say I'm going to do it every day for 15 minutes, no matter what, it's this defeated feeling, which just aids in that cycle of I'm not doing well. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet my goal. I, there I went again. I shot too far ahead. But if I allow myself the grace and compassion to say, where am I at today and what can I do today? More often than not, it, it's more of like a mindset trick because once I get going, sometimes after the minute, yeah, that was it. Good job, Kathy. You're done. Other times it goes on for a little bit longer. So it's really grasping on to compassion and what's my why? What is my end game? Is my end game to say later on today that I did a half an hour of workout or is it that I feel good today? Because what's going to help you do that? Pushing yourself and and beating yourself up or being compassionate and graceful with yourself. We are speaking with Kathy Batista, and you can hear why. She is a very effective mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women. We're talking about all things midlife. We're going to take a little pause of our own here, and we'll continue our conversation with Kathy right after this. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. 60 minutes devoted to giving you all the information you need when caring for a loved one. With Mary Lucas and Jason Kong. 
If you have questions for the show, you can email agingmatters at transitionslifecare.org. Welcome back to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas, and we have a special guest with us on the line. It is Kathy Batista. She's a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women, and we're talking about uh, the period of midlife and changes that we can make. And Mary, we've been having a very thorough discussion with Kathy here. And I think when it comes to uh, making changes, when it comes to mindset and things like that, like a lot of things, it's to make changes that have positive impact. Mm-hmm. Usually it's not just something very simple and easy. There's uh, some thought and some willpower that has to go into it. Yeah, and Jason knows very well. I'm I, I'm a go go go. You know, I I'm I've I'm fostering dogs. I have hospice dogs. I've got tons of work going on. I'm all over the place all the time. And Kathy, it's so hard for me to be mindful. We've touched on the moon and the mindset, but mindfulness is one that is really hard for me to grasp. Sometimes being quiet and intentional, and you know, at, at one point, my therapist shout out to therapy. Everyone should consider it, um, even if you're, you know doing well it's it's great to have someone to talk to you um my therapist was like you should think about meditation and and I was like oh no I can't sit in my thoughts like there's no way you're gonna make me sit in my thoughts quietly um with no it's just not gonna happen I'm thinking about what's for dinner um I need to go to the store I have to run these errands like mindfulness is a hard one to grasp for me can we dig into that one a little bit more of course (laughs) and actually I love it and I'm sitting here going, oh, Mary, I'm so excited (laughs) to share things with you. Um, Because mindfulness, really, it it is sitting in your thoughts, and it's the awareness of them, and it's the non-judgment of them. Mm. We, our brains are like this. I, I mean, perhaps, you know, the, the monks on the hill somewhere are able to shut their mind off, but I've never met anybody who sits for, you know, multiple minutes a day and, and literally thinks nothing. So it's amazing to reframe it and the when you sit down to meditate for however short or long that is, when you notice your thought and you, and we, I can share tactics to let it go it's in the moment that you've come back to meditating mm-hmm. that you were mindful. Like, so it might happen, you know, 20 times during one session, but you did it. That's mindfulness. It's being of awareness with non-judgment to, to all of it. It's maybe not even your thoughts. Maybe you're sitting there and you're, you know, breathing. And, and, and that's why I love the word mindfulness because meditation just, does throw people into a tailspin. Mm -hmm. But so let's just say you're in the morning doing some mindfulness or in the afternoon, if that works better for you. And all of a sudden one of the dogs starts barking, like Mm -hmm. that's coming outside (laughs) of you to not, to be aware of that and then not judge it to allow it is mindfulness. And so it's, it, it feels hard, but it is not as hard as we make it to be. It's in that moment of coming back that you've found mindfulness. And there's ways that 
more often than not sitting and not having anything to think of or anything to do or anything to facilitate your mindfulness, you are going to start thinking about what to cook for dinner Mm -hmm. or did I mess this up or where does this go or, you know, I forgot about this, right? So this is where we can say, all right, I'm going to count my breath. I'm going to imagine the breath coming up from the earth and around me and then back down as I exhale. So you're using visualization. The other thing that I love is do it with your eyes open. Mm -hmm. Do it while you're walking the dogs. Like you don't have to sit in a lotus position with your fingers on your lap and say, oh, over and over. (laughs) You don't have to do that. There's, yeah, I mean, so let's just say you're out in the backyard with the dogs and you want to practice mindfulness. One of the quickest, I think easiest and ways to do this is you look at your hand, you have five fingers. So we're first going to look at our thumb and go, all right, look up and find five things that you see and name them. And we're just naming them. So now we're in the moment, we're being aware, and we're not judging. We're saying there's a piece of grass, there's a dog, there's the house. And then you look at your hand and four, you're going to say four things that you can feel. All right, well, I can feel the leash in my hand, I feel my shoes, so on and so forth. And then you look down at your hand and you're on your third finger and you're saying, okay, what are three things I can hear right now? Mm-hmm. And so now you've shut your mind down to all the, the talk, all the chatter, because now you're focusing on what can I hear? Oh my gosh, I can actually hear this bird. I can hear the neighbors mowing a yard or whatever. And then you look at your hand to your fourth finger and it's, and this is where we get a little, our brain is going, all right, I am not focusing on anything because she's asking me crazy wacky questions. <laughs> what, what are two, two things you can smell? And so now you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't even thought about smelling. What can I smell? And then your final finger is what's one thing I can taste? And I mean, can always just taste our mouth. What's mm-hmm. in our mouth? our saliva, or maybe you're chewing gum, I can taste this gum. And then now you've spent moments and, and it is clinically and scientifically proven your heart rate now has decreased, your mind has slowed down, your breathing has slowed down, you're in a, a more parasympathetic state like we talked about. And it's just those little simple tools. And there's so many, but that's just such an easy one, because you take your hand with you everywhere, you can do it I have a lot of clients who have medical anxiety and they're in the doctor's office, pull your hand out, do Mm -hmm. the exercise and it works. I encourage you to try it. I'm definitely going to try that because it's, uh, you know, I did yoga very briefly, very briefly because of this exact thing, like the 10 minutes at the end where you lay on your back and they're like, let go of your thoughts, let them go. And, you know, and I'm just like, no way. I I have no way to do that right now. And it's, probably the reason I stopped going to yoga because it stressed me out so bad at the end I was like I just want to get up and I need to leave Mm. um but I I like that tool being able to look at my hand and go through the senses and and um and the dog walk great example um I that is kind of my zen moment um I'm still thinking of a million things but going through this is an easy way to redirect my thoughts and and let them go um and and Mm. kind of just drop out before the day starts which is a nice feeling 
Yeah, definitely. And you know what? Really, it's this is I love. I've been listening to the intro and the outro. Like this is your life and your care. So at the <laughs> yeah. end of yoga class, Mary, do it your way. Totally do it your way. Don't let that ten minutes distract you from enjoying the rest of the yoga class or. You know, I mean, it's all right to even get up and leave us when they lie down for Savasana. Like, it's okay. Do it your way. It's your life. It's your care, Mary. I love that. Kathy has given you permission, Mary, so we got to take that to heart. We're speaking with Kathy Batista. She's a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women, and she is dropping some very helpful nuggets for us on this show today. We've got another segment with her. We'll continue the conversation right after this. We hope you'll stick with us. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680. WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joined by Mary Lucas from Transitions Life Care. Here's your host, Jason Kong. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas, and we have been speaking with Kathy Batista. She is a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women, and we've been talking about really all things related to midlife. Kathy has sort of uh, provided us the definition of midlife, which is, uh, I believe you said, from ages 35 to 70, which um, it applies to a lot of us who are uh, participating yeah. in this program right now or maybe listening. Um, and I, I think we've gone over uh, a lot. I've been staring at my palm here for the past Same. commercial break, <laughs> trying to be a little bit more mindful. But uh, Mary, we're also discussing that a, a lot of this uh, comes down to habits as well. Yeah, I was thinking about that when we were talking. Um, it, it seems like a lot of these are habits you should be forming or things that you should be doing on the regular. Kathy, how do you get into the habit of creating a habit? <laughs> right? So this is where, um, like, I love what you just said. These are things we should be doing. Well, the mm-hmm. shoulds aren't going to become habits because, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to should be doing something. So... Where we start with habit formation is really getting into the why. Like if somebody says, I really want to create a mindfulness program. Well, why? What is the why? Like I can assume what the why is. And I've heard a lot of different whys over the years of coaching. But it's the why to you that matters. And that's how we can almost reverse engineer the, we want to see what you want as your outcome, and then, and then we can figure out how to get you there, right? And so maybe if you say, well, mindfulness, it's because I just really want some quiet time, you know? Well, there's a lot of other ways to do that besides mindfulness if that's causing you some resistance. If you're saying, I can't, I can't sit still, I can't stop thinking, we can think of other ways to create that Space and we can brainstorm and we can look at your life. And so it's really about what and how you want to feel. And then we 
reverse engineer that into a habit. And I believe habits are baby steps. We really need to set the bar low. And this is why, because our brain responds to that positive reinforcement. If we start with, all right, I'm going to do, you know, four box breaths and, and what four box breaths in the morning and you do that, you probably could have sat down for longer, but now you've done it. And now your brain is saying, I did this and I can do it. So we always kind of set the bar low. And sometimes that rubs people the wrong way because we have a, a lot of overachievers in the world. Oh, yeah. And it, well, I, I could totally do that for a half an hour. Why are you only telling me to do it for, you know, 60 seconds? And, and so it's because it, the end game, you'll give up before you've reached that goal if you keep having roadblocks and you keep having this sense of failing because it's truly the sense of failing. And then we set that bar low and when then we, we piggyback off of things. And that's the other amazing thing to do with habits is it's called habit stacking. And so we take something that we already do and attach it to that. So if I was to say, you know what, Mary, just uh, take and do that five senses exercise that we spoke of, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't have time in the day to do it. I can't do it. Um, I just, there's no time. So I'm going to ask you, do you brush your teeth, Mary? And you're going <laughs> to tell me yes, twice a day, right? And, and I even floss. Well, do it during that. And you can, because guess what? Most of us, while we're brushing our teeth, our mind is racing a mile a minute and we're thinking about everything under the sun. But if you just brush your teeth and start going, what are, what's five things I see in here? And then what's four things, you know? Yeah. So it's about that starting low, habit stacking, but ultimately getting to your why. And this is a a personal example is I always felt I should be exercising more and I needed to exercise and I needed to exercise. And so I sat with my coach around it and I mean, really, it took a little bit to get to what my why was and it's, I wanted to be in a community. I thought that if I joined this gym, if I joined this yoga class, if I took this class, I would form a community but it wasn't the reason for me. Mm-hmm. The reason then became what kind of community. And so I started a book group with my friends. And then I found other ways to bring movement into my life. I then now, you know, I do my own things. I have a walking program and I have a weightlifting program. Mm-hmm. But I was searching out, why do I keep joining gyms and I'm failing? I don't go, I spend all this money or I sign up for this six week course and I don't do it. It was the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find community. So when we find our why, that's when we can reverse engineer and create habits that stick. I love that. I want to talk a little bit. You have a quiz. I I, I did some research on you um, and, and dove into your website, and I love the quiz. Can you tell us a little bit more and talk to our listeners about the quiz that you have? Yeah, so I have this quiz that is a quick, quick five questions, really fun and easy, and it's developing 
it's developed so that at the end you gauge if you could take and use a little bit more mood work, a little bit more mindset, a little bit more mindfulness in your life. It chooses one of those. And then it takes and brings you to a screen full of freebies. And so if when I developed this quiz, it was under the premise of a lot of people don't know what mood, mindfulness, and mindset is and what it even matters to them and why it matters in midlife and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But it's about finding what works for you. And so everyone loved the quiz. So I (laughs) did it that way. And then you just get educated on what each one is, what mindset is and how you can use it, mindfulness and mood. But like we were talking earlier, I really believe that each woman has the answers inside of them. And so who am I or this AI generated quiz to tell you what you need? So the the freebies, it's set where like if you get mood, you'll get the mood freebies. But I set it up so you're going to get all the freebies <laughs> for everything. And so it's just full of goodness. There's two different audios, there's a bunch of different PDFs, and you choose what you want, all of it, none of it, one or two things, but it's an amazing toolkit to get you started, and and it might even be all you need. It might be that key for you. Something in there might unlock your answers for what that what's next, why am I feeling this way? I love that. Before we finish up here, I want to talk about coaching. When is it appropriate to bring in a coach? You've taken the quiz. You've been thinking about these things. You maybe need some guidance. Is there ever a wrong time to bring in a coach to help you along this journey? I don't think there's ever a a right or wrong time. And I think that's because I definitely, in my own journey, I'm really practicing Mm -hmm. (laughs) non-judgment. no right or wrong time, you know, (laughs) but I do think that when you are feeling that lost, you know, that feeling of, I don't know what to do next. And, and it's not a huge commitment as far as your time goes and your money, right? When we think about how much we spend on other things, to satisfy those needs, how much time we spend on other things to fill those needs. When we take stock and say, all right, you know what? I'm going to backtrack a second. So when we think about our lives, and this this might help as to coaching, right? When you start a job, there's people who have done that job before you and teach you how to do it. And then the job that you were in that you left to go to this new job, you can teach those people how to do it. And that's really what coaching is, is that there's people that are just maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever steps ahead of the journey than you. And we can turn around and say, here's my hand. Because guess what? I have coaches in front of me that I love that help me. And, and are a few steps ahead of me. And this is what I think we really are doing is providing this human service of saying, I get it. It's, it's back to that beginning of time guidance, right? Mm-hmm. I've been there. I can help you, you know. 
and it's, I think, and I could be wrong, I'm going out on a limb here, I think it's Rumi, and it's the quote that we're just all walking each other home. And mm-hmm. so when you want to be on the journey with somebody else, maybe that's been the time. Because a coach is different than your best friend. <laughs> yes. More often than not, <laughs> you're sitting on the couch and you're just venting and complaining and everything's horrible, right? But you have this outside view. So friends are amazing. Everybody needs them. Everyone wants them. But sometimes a coach offers that perspective. And like I said, holds that flashlight for you. I love that. Excellent. That's very well said. Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. KathyBatista.com. If you want to learn more, take the quiz or find some more information about Kathy there. K-A-T-H-Y-B-A-T-I-S-T-A.com. Kathy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you both. This was an amazing journey. It, it certainly has been, and we've learned a lot of tools today to take us further on that journey. Again, thank you to Kathy Batista. She's a mood, mindset, and mindfulness coach for women. That will do it for us today. We're out of time. On behalf of Mary Lucas, I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. You've been listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. For more information, log on to transitionslifecare.org.